The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. The EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good right here in Evergreen Park. My name is Chris. That's Hannah. Hello. And uh, Hannah, I have so much to talk about on this episode. Yeah, There's so much lot. going on. You know, first off, we'll kick it off with letting everybody know that the subject matter at the beginning of the last show about Father Paul Guzman and the allegations that were levied against him, within 24 hours after that show dropped, the allegations were over. He Hallelujah. Was, he was cleared. Mm-hmm. And when you read the amount of people that had their hands on the investigation. It was like three different entities and individual private investigators all looked at the case from different angles and all cleared him. And it wasn't just the Catholic Church, it was the state of Illinois investigators. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's that's the thing about it because he wasn't a priest when it happened and they found it not to be credible. They couldn't find any evidence on it. It was basically like, this is just somebody said something and is there any truth behind it? And like I said, I didn't believe it when I heard it. I'm happy for him. I've exchanged text messages with him. I'm so, I was just so relieved when I heard that today. Well, I was the, so relieved. Look, he's a good guy. He's an amazing and, guy. And he's a friend. And it wasn't true. And the person that levied these things had said stuff before like this. And yeah. it had been disproven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about what he was doing. He's working as a nurse inside of places that deal with people who are mentally ill. And I said, I don't know, but it's a good possibility Based upon his work history, that's what was going on here. And I think the only thing that bothered me about it is you get this letter. Everybody finds out about this horrible allegation. It's cleared up a little over a week later. But the problem is the stink is always there, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, once once suspected, always accused. Is that right. how it goes? Yeah. And I really hope that isn't the case See, with this. Yeah. I, I hope really people can hope, look past that. I really hope that isn't the case with this. And I went through it on the last show my personal experiences in the parish that I came from where there really was something that had happened there and, yeah. and, and how distrusting I was. And I trust this guy and I didn't believe this for a second. And I think it's become very obvious that it never happened. And you know what? The other thing that's interesting about it is the archdiocese, even in their letter, it felt like they had to put it out. Yeah. Because they had to be at the end of the investigation when that letter comes out. They didn't They didn't start the investigation and end it in 12 days. Like, they were like, well, he was deployed, but now he can't come back. Anybody that's been around the parish knows that he came and picked up his car like six months ago or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, this has been going on for a while. It was almost as if they didn't believe it. Right, but they, they had to do their due diligence. But at the end, they had to put out that, that letter, yeah. and that's the thing that stinks about the entire thing. Yeah. So, I, I, you know what, look, when he's able to come on, when he wants to come on, we're going to have him on. Good. And he's a good friend. He's been on the show a bunch of times. And I, I told him, you're back whenever you want to come on. I want to hear about what happened when you were in Djibouti and you were you were deployed. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to focus on, you know, this one thing that really I'm sure he just wants to have go away. But I mean, to give him an opportunity to talk and to catch back up with Father Paul, a good friend of the EP podcast, is going to be an exciting thing. This episode and every episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early on in life. Help them get ahead with a junior savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. 
With a Junior Savers account, kids can earn interest on every dollar they deposit, so they watch their money grow. I have all my kids' accounts over there, and I'm able to go in and see everything they're doing. That's good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> After school, did you uh, go to Starbucks? No? Yes, you did. All right, big brother. Yeah, I mean, like, I, <laughs> I know, I'm the worst. Look, I don't really care. It's their money, right? Yeah. But it gives me an opportunity to sit there and say, you know, look at the money you're wasting on this stupid stuff. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd like them to figure that out now rather than figure it out like I figured it out when I got to college. Mm-hmm. Like, when I got to the University of Illinois in 96, and I'm walking around the campus, it was like, hey, you get a coupon for a free pizza, you get this water bottle, you get this Illini t-shirt, you get this Illini hat, and, uh, you know, here's four other things, and all you got to do is sign up for this credit card. And the credit card's got a huge interest rate. Right. And by the time you get through your freshman year, you owe more for pizza and late-night burritos than you do in tuition. And then the interest just keeps compiling. Mm -hmm. So I want them to understand how they're spending and that's one of the reasons why I like the system they have over there at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Nice. And I can put money in their account. Yeah. Make know? it easy. So when they when they move on and they go on to college, I mean, my daughter just got a 29 on her ACT first try. That's, am- I'm still that's amazing. I'm bragging, baby. That was awesome. Be. She didn't even take a class. She went in cold. That's that's better than what I got. That's amazing. You know? <laughs> she was mad she didn't get a 30 or higher. Oh, and no. I was like, go take it again then, overachiever. Like, I thought that was awesome. But when she goes off to college... I can throw stuff in there for her real yeah. quick, touch of a button. So I, I absolutely love their system over there. Uh, learn more at bankevergreenpark.com or visit them at 95th and Pulaski in that iconic building. Sitting down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, we have a guest that is new to the EP podcast. Always fun when we get somebody new. Uh, not new to Evergreen Park, but going to be new to your Evergreen Park High School football program. A new head coach coming in, Jim Ramazinski. How are you? Good. Excellent. You got a good setup down here. This is great. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, like this bar, I've said it before, is basically me saying I'm going to build a bar in this basement and my wife laughing at me and saying you're not. (laughs) And then her coming home one day and there's a bunch of lumber in the driveway and she's like, what are you doing? You've never built anything in your life, but I got it up. I got it stained. I, I use the internet to figure out a lot of stuff, but this is this is it. If you look closely, there's lots of flaws, so don't do that. Well, it looks like it's standing the test of time, so that's, that's good. <laughs> well, and, and it houses a podcast studio, so that works out really well, too. Uh, so you, you live in Evergreen. You've been coaching at Andrew, and now you're the new head football coach right up the block from where you live. That's got to be exciting. Uh, it's very exciting. Honestly, it's, it's a dream come true. It's an opportunity to be close to home, but be close to home in a community that you really care about, that you love, that you have a lot invested in. And I'm just excited to be there to help the students reach their goals. You, you have, you, you were telling me before, and you have little kids, you don't have anybody at high school level yet. You got one that's getting close. Mm -hmm. So is that also exciting? Like the idea of now that we're getting to the point where one of them is going to be getting the high school age. I would imagine likely going to EPCHS and you know, that's the time where you kind of want to be in the same school as the kids. Cause <laughs> I've seen other teachers do that. I mean, my, my sister works at a, at a high school and her daughter is about to get there. And I know that's probably an exciting thing for her. She got there right before my daughter got to that school. So, I mean, it kind of like, I, I almost feel like that's kind of a thing. Like it's, it's, it's fun when they get to that age. Like I'd like to be coaching or teaching in the same place as the kids. 
Yeah, I mean, she's excited about it right now. She's in sixth grade. Well, she's in sixth grade. Yeah, like, she's well, in high school and she's fifteen. She'd yeah, be, like, she putting her hand over her face when she I walks know, by I, your I office. I told her I'm going to be making a lot of jokes in the hallway when she gets there, <laughs> and she's kind of rolling her eyes. You know, I was able to see uh, a lot of teachers at Andrew have their kids come through there, though, and yeah. see how you know it, it seems like it was a special thing. So that's that's another bonus to this uh, this whole process becoming the football coach and teacher there. So. All very exciting. Jerry Verdi is sticking around over there too. I think I find this to be fascinating because when I first saw the press release, I thought, "Did he retire? Is is he out?" I thought he had had a really good last couple of years, and he was, you know, he felt he was on a positive track. And and it sounds like instead uh, he's going to be part of your staff. You guys get along. You've worked with each other before in the past. Everything is amicable and 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 good times over there. Absolutely, Jer- Jerry's. A phenomenal coach. I mean, he's won a state championship in the past. He's been successful everywhere he went. And he's been a big help with the transition for me over these past couple of weeks. And we're, we're very happy that he's uh, staying around and he's going to help out because he's a great football mind. He's a great man. And honestly, he's what's best for some of the athletes at our school. So it'll work out really good. And I'm I'm really excited that he uh, he's he's with us still. That's awesome, and I I'll get to ask him more about that. He's already scheduled to be on next week, so you're you're first. He's showing up next week on the EP podcast because awesome. I just want to kind of go over what what he did in his career over at, at Evergreen Park. You, on the other hand, interesting career. Uh, you were a head coach at one point, lacrosse. Correct. Before you get into football, you were a defensive coordinator. And now uh, coming over from Andrew, you're going to be the head coach at Evergreen Park. First football head coaching job. How long does it take to get to this point? Uh, well, let's see. This will be my uh, next year will be my 12th year coaching football. Yeah, it's it's been gradual, but it's been worth the journey for sure. Because starting off as a freshman assistant coach, then head freshman coach, and then switching over to Andrew, that those first few years were at Crete Moni High School. Switching over to Andrew, you know, running the special teams, learning from the people around me as I'm going, and then stepping into the defensive coordinator role was awesome. It was excellent. We had great kids, great coaches. Um, and yeah, it's been a really nice four years doing that. But I'm excited to be here to continue the success from what's been happening and also just uh, build on it and, you know, continue to grow as a program. And really just promote our program, promote the school, promote our student-athletes to everyone in Evergreen Park. Well, EP's got great facilities, and they're constantly oh, yeah. like improving on them, so that must have been exciting. The one thing I'm curious about is, I mean, we've talked a lot of football uh, with Coach Verdi over the last couple of years on the EP podcast, and I get the picture of a program that's got kids that come in and some of them have to play on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's not like a super deep bench like some of these Catholic League schools where you see the same number on multiple backs because they have so many kids in the football program. It's not the same thing at Evergreen Park. What was it like at Andrew, and are you prepared to to set up a program and move forward where you might not have the deepest of benches? Yeah, no, I mean, just from watching the film from last season, you could see that, and I knew that going into this, that there's guys who play both ways, but... You know, I think it's a testament to some of those players, how dedicated they are, how focused they are. Um, and, you know, it football's a lot about numbers. And Evergreen Park's one of the smaller schools around, smallest school in its conference. There's going to be guys who uh, have to play both ways. But I, I can see from the past and from talking to coaches around 
our players are willing to shoulder that burden. They don't, they don't look at it as a burden. They look at it as an opportunity. And it's about us finding our best fit for them on offense, defense, special teams, and allowing them to shine. And, you know, there's, there's guys who've been doing it a couple years there who are coming back. And, you know, we're, I'm excited to work with them. Obviously, we're hoping to get to a point where we have more and more kids playing football at Evergreen where, you know, maybe not a ton of guys going both ways as much. But right now, the guys that we have are fantastic, and I'm looking forward to getting in the weight room with them more uh, and getting to summer camp and working with them. Our introduction to Coach Ram is brought to you by the Law Offices of Parente and Norum. If you've been injured at work, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing, the bottom line, but the Law Offices of Parente and Norum has the experience, dedication, proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. They have recovered nearly a half billion dollars for their injured clients and loved ones. For a free case evaluation, EP Podcast listeners, call or text them today at 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. Is the selling point for you telling kids that may be choosing between Evergreen Park and some of the private schools that are around here? Because I know that that's competition. Is the selling point you're definitely playing because we've we need we need guys like I mean is it do you sell playing time when no, you're recruiting you, from a school like Evergreen? You you, you can never sell playing time because playing time has to be earned. opportunity. Then is that is that something? Uh, well, Evergreen's full of opportunity. I mean, if you look at the school as a whole, it is jam packed with opportunity. Science labs are the best in the state. The staff there is unbelievable. The student body is awesome and. You know, you have you have some serious athletic facilities that, you know, are arguably, in my opinion, they're the best in the state. Oh, you can uh, see an arms race going on. I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a kid down the street at Rice and and I just got a letter about some of the improvements they were going to do. And I think they saw your baseball fields and they're like, Ooh, we got to keep up. I mean, there's there's an arms race here on the south side that you're kind of plopping yourself into in this little area. But you know that because you're. You live here. You you've got that picture already, right? Yeah. No, I I know that. I, I it's it's something that I, I'm excited to take head on and just you know I, I'm ready to just showcase our school, our program, and all the positives that it has. And you know, just even me walking through the building a little bit so far, I could see it. Um, just seeing the kids in the cafeteria, seeing um, meeting the players for the first time. You know, this is this place is full of. Awesome kids, awesome staff, and awesome opportunities throughout the entire school. And we're going we're gonna to do our best to spread the word about that. I found it interesting looking at the press release when it got sent out to me of you being hired, what you're going to be doing in terms of your teaching role mm-hmm. inside of the school. Uh, I, I know teachers. And teachers that are teaching, you know, you're reading, you're writing, you're arithmetic are impressed by the teachers that are able to do special education Mm -hmm. and you're doing special education. It's almost like a lot of teachers will look at what you do and go, that's, that's a challenging job. And, and that takes an awful lot of skills. I would imagine it takes a lot of patience as well for you that maybe carries over when you're coaching. Yeah. Well, teaching students with special needs is all about finding a way to gauge their interests and reach them and, you know, then build on the skills. That's, and it's, it's a lot like coaching. You, you, need to, you need to get 
uh, players, students to want to work for you. And I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by excellent coaches and excellent colleagues, teachers, as well as, of course, most importantly, excellent students and athletes who are willing to embrace their role of trying to get better each day. You know, one thing we say at football is we want to win at everything. And winning at everything really talks about, you know, it's not necessarily about wins and losses every single Friday night. It's about building those skills that are going to translate over to, you know, not just football, but your school, the hallways in the school, your community in general, and then carry on to your adult life. And that's really, I've been able to see it over the years, you know, players come back, students come back. It's, it's great. You know, when, if you played even the smallest role in that, you know, it's rewarding and you see it a lot in uh, special education. Is it a hard job? Yeah. But if you like doing it, it's not that hard. It's, it's, it's a great, I like going to work every day and I'm looking forward to uh, starting at Evergreen in the teaching side as well. Really nice to meet you. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you yeah. a lot more here in the future. I mean, good luck with the team and, and, and preparations. And I w- are you, are you hitting the ground running already? I mean, you got your, you got your EP hoodie on, are you already over there or do you really not get going until the end of the school year? No, I'll be get I'll be there um, next week pretty regularly with weightlifting. Um, I was able to fortunate to meet with the coaches, meet with players, kind of get some groundwork going these first couple of weeks. And then next week we're kind of hitting it running a little bit more with some uh, specific times that we're all kind of going to be able to work together, uh, the players and I. You know, I I just want to give a shout out to some guys who have reached out to me and who I've talked to specifically. You know, our QB that was starting QB last year, Dejan Feliciano, what a kid, um, was able to meet with him, and that was fantastic. You know, and we got a couple guys coming back that I'm really excited about. You know, running back Jed uh, looks like he – is a player and I'm telling you, meeting, meeting them face to face, great kids, really excited to work with them. You got another kid, Antonio Clay Jones, who looks like he's got a lot of talent and he was great to meet with as well. Ger- Gerald O'Hare, returning lineman, and also Eduardo and Tunes. These, these guys, it's not just these five, it's all of them. Yeah. But these five have kind of reached out and was able to, I, I know them now a little bit and I'm excited to get to know them more. And we got a ton of, ton of guys, you know, who are just ready to work, you know, even on the lower levels, you got a kid like Caleb Kaiser, Armani Hassan, a kid, they're ready to work. And I'm watching these guys on film and seeing what their capabilities are. And I'm hoping uh, once we get all together more often that they're just ready to work the way I am. I think it's going to be awesome. You sound excited and ready to go. Like, I mean, that's what I, I mean, I, I'm listening to a guy that's got like his brand new car and he can't wait to take it out for a test <laughs> I drive. I haven't had a brand new car in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one now. Yeah. All right? yeah. <laughs> Jim Ramazinski is the head coach. You can call him Coach Ram. And uh, we're going to be hearing from him, I would imagine, an awful lot over the next few years uh, coaching the Mustangs over at Evergreen Park High School. Coach, thanks so much for jumping on the EP podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot. You got a great setup here. I appreciate it. Building relationships, supporting the community and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, 
They want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Let's talk revival. Let's do it. End of the show, I brought this up, so I want to make sure for those that don't make it to the very end of the show that you know about the EP podcast, Revival. And the idea behind this is simply after five years, you look back at everything that, you know, happened, not only with the show, but with the network that was started. The the fact that, like, I remember still getting in the car the first time to go to the first event where I was showing up and handing out stuff that told people, this is how you listen to a podcast. And I remember those days. I'm doing one in Evergreen Park and the weird looks and the shame my children felt. And like, like my son was like, I think half the neighborhood thinks that you lost your mind and the Lanudis are going to be thrown out of their house in a year because how are you going to do this? And, and trust me, I understood that. I mean, who's, who's ever done this before? And, and now Five years later, network's big. It's it, it continues to grow, uh, but this was this was one of the originals. It was it was this show and Socks in the Basement, were, which were the the two that were launched five years ago that still exist. And the rest of the network came along later. Yeah, you know there were other things that we tried that didn't work out, but it really kind of started with these two shows. And it would have never have worked if the concept of a local on-demand radio show for an area like Evergreen Park that people from the area would like it, that it would serve the area, that there'd be things that would be of interest, that people could participate in it, that we could be a part of things that are going on. If that didn't work, the network would have never worked. Like this is the cornerstone to the whole idea of, instead of doing these big national podcasts, you can be local and you can serve the area that you're in and that it'll work. And so five years later, I'm happy to report it worked, you know, and every morning I wake up and say thank you, and every, and, and every day I'm appreciative of it, I want to kind of refresh it and bring back big things that we used to do. And when I told you about the live shows, your face lit up. Yes, I missed that. You like that idea. I loved it. Like during the pandemic, we were doing the live shows. Yeah. That was fun. People could just call in. I have an idea to do it on video too. Okay. Would you be okay with that? Yeah. I mean, I, you know. I know how you're like my wife or like, you know, when you know that people are going to be watching, there's a lot more primp time. Oh, yeah. I'll okay. have to print before I come over. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'll put on pants. But I mean, <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll put a, a hat on my head so you can't see the way my hair looks that day. But like, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. So so what I think we're going to do is and, and I, I don't know if we're going to run it through that Podbean app anymore. Because it did have its problems. It did, yeah. But there's a few of them I'm experimenting with right now. The plan at this point is to relaunch the live broadcast on 420. Ooh. And I thought it was funny. Like, when I looked at it, I was like, I want to do it on Thursdays. And I'm going on a trip. And I want to have lead time when I get back from the trip to make sure that we're ready to go. And that was just the most logical day. So that's the target date. Okay. 420, April 20th. 8 p.m.? Does that sound like a good start time for a sounds, live show? Sounds good to me. I think that people at that point at 8 p.m. are ready to like sit down and like enjoy themselves yeah. and they might Dinner's flip it done. on like a TV show. And that's the other thing I want to do. I'm really considering running it simultaneously on YouTube. Ooh, there you go. On the YouTube channel or or on an app which allows for live comments and allows for uh, people to call in. And and I've, I've researched a few of them. So this time around... 
the idea would be it could be visual or audio, whatever you prefer, more interactive, and it will be basically what you and I do for the show, except there's so much stuff that never makes it into the 30-minute show. Yeah. Right? You can only do so much. And we can bring in guests live, and we could try out some fun stuff. We can get away with some stuff that maybe we wouldn't put in the podcast, and who knows, maybe for the live show, we get a little nuts, right? Get a little I mean, nuts. You know, maybe, That's you know, a little fun. Maybe, maybe I like act like I'm 45 and not trying to be like you know the, the cleanest on the microphone. Like yeah. maybe, maybe we we get into some conversations that are a little bit because it's eight o'clock at night at this point, right? right? I don't expect kids to be watching. No. This. So maybe we have a little bit of fun when we're doing it. So yeah. that's that's what I'm looking forward to doing. That's I, I think you're excited about the I'm live excited. show. I'm excited. I am. One of many things that are coming back for the revival. And uh, I've got big plans for the entire summer for the EP podcast. And I, I'm going to tell you something right now. Couldn't do it without Hannah here at the bar. Oh, thank me. you. Honest to goodness. Really. Because otherwise, I'd just be talking to myself. And that'd be a terrible live show. <laughs> It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full taster bar, great CBD products, new location, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, right next to where the very soon-to-open Spoken Vine is located. See all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop it and see them in person at 3148 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. The Village of Evergreen Park Police Department is going to be holding two T-level clinics with the Kids Golf Foundation this summer. Each clinic, 20 kids, 10 boys, 10 girls. These clinics are being offered free of charge ages 8 to 13 and it is only available to Evergreen Park residents. Children can also only attend one clinic. Get more information at evergreenpark-ill.com. The youth department is busy as the Easter holiday approaches. Kids in grades 5 through 12 can go to the youth center and die an Easter egg April 4th, 5th, and 6th from 3.30 until 5 in the afternoon. The youth department is also hosting an Easter egg hunt on Thursday, April 6th from 4 to 4.30 in the afternoon, open to grades 5 through 12. And the center will be open Monday through Friday, April 10th to 14th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. for grades 5 to 12. Those are the hours for spring break. But grandparents are welcome to bring their grandchildren for fun games and refreshments during spring break before those times, 11 a.m. until noon that Monday through Friday. That is for kids ages three and up. And you can register right now for the upcoming American Academy of Pediatrics babysitter class. That is going to be happening again April 29th, 9 a.m. until 3.30 at the Community Center for a $60 cost. Registration is open for ages 12 and older. Registration form and payment are due at the Youth Department by April 21st. Get more information, call Paish over there, 708-229-3377. Golfers are reminded that the driving range is open at Sexton Park from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m. But if you're heading over to 91st and Rockwell to do it, it is credit card bending only until summer. Now on April 1st, that's Saturday, it's coming up 10 a.m. until 11.30 in the morning, the annual Easter Festival is being 
put on at the community center, 3450 West 97th Street. There's going to be some family craft projects and the Easter Bunny, it is open to only Evergreen Park residents. On the other hand, there is an event open to everyone at the Evergreen Park American Legion over at 97th and Kedzie on Sunday, April 2nd. Kicking off at 9 a.m. and going until noon, a pancake breakfast with the Easter Bunny. Come get some food, take a picture with the Big Bunny. Tickets are 12 bucks for adults, $8 for children, 5 to 12, and kids under 5 are free. Purchase those tickets in advance over at the Legion, or you can purchase them day of at the door. You're going to get pancakes, sausage, fruit, coffee, tea, juice, all the fixings for a nice little breakfast and your proceeds help support various veterans organizations through the American Legion. Me, I'm going to be bringing some hot sauce over because I love that with all of my food, and I get it at Sid Sauce, local Evergreen Park company, grows the peppers in Evergreen Park, bottles the sauces here, craft batches, delivers to your door for free. Check out every option they have. They always have something new that comes out at SidSauce.net. At what point do you think in your life, did you look at the Easter Bunny and go, that's scary? I was never scared of the Easter Bunny. Oh, the Easter Bunny has always freaked me out. I was never scared of it. The mall Easter Bunny. Never. The mall Easter Bunny used to scare the bejesus out of me. Yeah, never never did anything to you me. You know, I mean, like Santa's a cool dude, right? You sit on Santa's lap, you tell him what you want, he talks back to you, right? You're going to get presents from him. Everything that's going on there is extremely logical, especially to a child, right? Yeah. The bunny doesn't talk when you sit on the bunny's lap. His mouth stays open. It's got this weird, twisted plastic look to it. It's breathing heavily, right? It's yeah. like it's like you can almost hear it, <laughs> like when you're when and, you're sitting and, on and the, the bunny's lap. The white lap. fur is always like dirty right. around the edge. Well, look. I mean, okay. Think about this. You're a kid, right? And somebody tells you the Easter Bunny's coming, right? Okay. Easter Bunny's on his way. Hippity hoppity, down the lane he goes, bringing all kinds of candy. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. Then you go to the mall and you see the monstrosity that's sitting in the mall. That thing. Yeah. And now it's not a cute little bunny that's showing up. Six foot tall. No, it's that thing. And now I'm <laughs> locking the door and I'm putting string across it with like some tin cans as an alarm system in case it comes into my my room. Like that's freaky to me. Yeah. Right? But you accepted his gifts, didn't you? I did, but I mean, yeah, it was chocolate for crying out loud, but still, it's freaky to me. It's the EP Podcast, all things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park.